0: This is the Hartwell Studio Works Sports Branding Podcast, Episode 2, Create Your Brand Story, Part 1. Welcome to the second episode of the Hartwell Studio Works Sports Branding Podcast. I'm John Hartwell. I am the brains and pencil behind Hartwell Studio Works, I'm a sports brand designer in Atlanta, Georgia. This podcast is for front office personnel who want to harness the power of sports branding to win more fans. In our previous episode, we made a distinction between two key branding terms, logo and brand. A logo, you'll recall, is an identifier, and a brand is your story. That story, that brand story, is the beating heart of your sports branding efforts. So creating that brand story is task number one in sports branding. In this episode and the next, I'm going to do a two-part high-level look at the process of building a brand story, and I'm going to give you pointers to confidently navigate that process. So let's get started. Before we ever put pencil to paper and start scribbling out logo sketches, the creation of your brand story starts with a discovery process. Discovery is concerned with collecting information about you and organizing it into a narrative that will become your story, your brand story. This information is represented in a creative brief, which will be used to guide the logo development process. Now, the idea of spending time in a discovery process and developing a brand story may strike you as a colossal waste of time. You may say, look, John, I hear you. The whole brand story discovery thing, look, that's great and all, but whatever, man. All I need is a cool logo. I just need something to put on t-shirts and caps and man, I'm good. Well, okay, sure, I understand. You can get a cool-looking logo. That's easy. But remember, the point of the sports branding process is to make authentic emotional connections with fans in order to win their loyalty and their preference. Fans have lots of options for where to direct their attention and spend their money. They don't have to spend it on you. If your cool-looking logo has nothing more to offer besides being a pretty picture, if it doesn't give your fans any more reason to engage with you and learn more about who you are, then your fans don't really have a reason to care about you. A good discovery process identifies opportunities for creating emotional connections, and it provides a structure for creative execution. Pretty pictures come and go, but give a fan an emotionally compelling reason to care about you? <laughs> well, now you have the key to moving the needle on your bottom line. Another advantage of the discovery process is that it moves your creative decision-making. That is, when you're in the middle of a, of logo development and you have multiple options in front of you and you don't know how to pick a direction or how to move forward, the discovery process moves creative decision making from a subjective point of view to an objective one. The creative process can be by its nature a messy affair. It is subject to unexpected twists and turns. Such is the nature of the beast. And folks who perhaps don't work in the creative space on a regular basis, they may get overwhelmed in considering the seemingly endless options and possibilities before them. A good discovery process helps make sense of the whole thing. It provides objectives, structure, and purpose. It keeps a project on track and prevents it from running down 15 different rabbit holes. Cause believe me, nobody has time for 15 different rabbit holes. Instead of making creative decisions based on subjective personal feelings or preferences, The discovery process provides the foundation and framework for making objective decisions based on the best interests of the project. The creative brief that comes out of the discovery process provides a structure that tells you what success looks like, and more importantly, why. Because if we can't give a good answer to the why, then really, we're just making it up as we go along. I'll have more to say about that why in just a moment. So we've established some perspective regarding the importance of your brand story and the discovery process that we'll use to build it. Now we can get our hands dirty and we can get into the actual nuts and bolts of building that story. I mentioned previously that the discovery process is about gathering information that will develop our brand story. It's helpful to look at that information from three different perspectives. One, we want to define who and why. Two, we're looking for opportunities to create emotional connections. And three, we're looking for opportunities to create differentiation. Again, we're looking at this information from three different perspectives we want to define who and why, we want to create emotional connections, and we want to create differentiation. So let's look at each of these three different perspectives. First, we need to define who and why, as in who are we talking to and why are we doing this? Who is important because we need to know who makes up our target audience. A brand cannot be all things to all people, nor should it be. In order for your brand story to be successful, we need to know to whom it is being told. The answer to who is never everyone. Yes, I know. You might say, well, but I want everyone to attend my games or I want everyone to buy my t-shirts. Okay, I get it but your who is never everyone. The answer to who is always a clearly articulated, demographically categorized description of your target audience. Clearly defining who is a must have for the creative process. The why is why are we doing this? Why are we even bothering to engage in this process in the first place? Well. It might be that your property is new to the market. It could be that your ticket sales are flat. You might be having difficulty attracting sponsors. Whatever the reason, the why represents the problem to be solved. Let me say that again. This is really, really important. The why represents the problem to be solved. If the end result of your branding process fails to address that central problem, then the entire exercise, and I mean this, the entire exercise has been a waste of time and money. So second, our second perspective, we want to look at our information from the perspective of creating emotional connections. Emotional connections are the engine that drive the fan engagement machine. As I described previously, without authentic opportunities for fans to emotionally engage with your property, then all you're doing is creating pretty pictures. Yes, you want your logo to be attractive and cool, of course. But if it doesn't point to anything more meaningful, if it doesn't invite your fans to learn more about who you are and why you matter, then it's just superficial cake decoration and superficial cake decoration is not going to get you very far. Emotional connections can come from anywhere, which is why it's so important for the discovery process to uncover as much information from as many different sources as possible. In general, you're looking for opportunities in the place your team represents, the traditions and history of that place, and people who are significant to that tradition and history. A good example of using place and history, I think, as a hook for creating emotional connections is the NBA's New Orleans Pelicans. When the team changed its name from Hornets to Pelicans, folks around the country kind of scratched their heads and asked, why on earth would they choose such, a, such an odd name? Well, the state bird of Louisiana is a pelican. The most prominent feature of the state flag is a great big pelican, and when you visit the Louisiana Gulf Coast, you see lots and lots of pelicans. As a symbol of the city and of the region, the pelican is unique, it is familiar, and it is appropriate. Additionally, Pelicans is also the name of the much-beloved minor league baseball team that represented the city from 1901 to 1957. The Pelicans' name taps into a particularly unique slice of New Orleans's already rich history, and it provides what I would describe as an emotional anchor to the pride of the city's sports past. That the Pelicans' name sounds funny to the rest of the country is beside the point. Their audience is not San Francisco, it is not Chicago, it is not Brooklyn. The audience is New Orleans. And as a part of telling an emotionally authentic story, one that draws fans in and invites them to connect in a meaningful way, Pelicans is a much more natural and effective name than Hornets could ever be. And so finally, our third perspective. We want to look at our discovery information from the perspective of creating differentiation. As you well know, sports is a crowded marketplace. You're up against all sorts of other entertainment options, whether they be sports or otherwise, for the attention of your fans. So like our emotional connections, we're looking for hooks that create creative choices for separating your brand story from your competition, choices that get you noticed and invite fans to learn more about who you are and why you matter. Whether it's the emotional connections themselves that create the differentiation, your choice of team colors, your choice of team name, or the visual stylization of your logo, to be different for the sake of being different is not the point. You want to be different because it helps tell your story. Ultimately, helping to address the problem at the heart of the why. It addresses the problem we are trying to solve. So I think that's a good start to the process of creating your brand story. We've laid a foundation for how to think about your story and what you're looking to achieve. In our next episode, we will go over some specific ways to collect information in your discovery process, and we'll look at the kinds of questions that you want to ask and why they matter. So, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hartwell Studio Works Sports Branding Podcast. I hope you found it helpful and that you'll be able to use it in your efforts to win more fans. If you would, subscribe, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and help other sports professionals find this podcast if you'd like to talk about any of the information I've presented in this episode, you can reach out to me by email. Get me at john at heartwellstudioworks.com. And you can also follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram using the handle Studio. And you can check out my entire portfolio of sports branding work at heartwellstudioworks.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.